Welcome to twoquestions.tv. Today we're talking about your home office space. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm your host, Susan Barancini Mo, and today I thought I would take a moment out to talk about your home office space. Why? You may notice if you've watched this show before, I'm not standing up and I'm not behind, there's no curtain behind me. And there's a reason for that. So I just reorganized my entire office space. I'm no longer working on a treadmill desk. So if you've watched this show before, you've seen probably a few times I've mentioned, I do my interviews standing on a treadmill desk. And I often use a treadmill desk, but something's changed. I had surgery on my hip about a year ago. And my hip doctor recently said, I don't mind you standing up, I think it's great for you, and I think it's great for you to walk and run, but I don't want you doing it on a treadmill. That's not going to be great for your particular hip. So, yeah, walking, running, treadmills, I don't, I don't know about anybody else's hip, I only know about mine, and so the doctor said, probably not great for me. So, I will be switching over to working on my bicycle desk, which I kept downstairs, now I'll be bringing up to my office, and we're kind of in the process of, the, the desk for the, the treadmill has been dismantled. I'm sad about that. And it's, I'm sad my husband built it for me. It's really lovely. Um, and so that's been dismantled now and the treadmill desk is on its way to a new home. We're working on, on that too. But at the moment, suffice to say, my office is in a little bit of chaos because there wasn't enough time to rearrange everything and do all the things we needed to do before I had to record the show today. So Instead, I am now sitting here at my other desk, and I'm in a very comfortable chair. I will link to a blog post that I wrote about this chair in particular, um, as well as a few other things. So the people who gave me this chair get credit for it. Thank you very much. And um, <clears throat> I am also, in a very, and, and I don't know if I'm going to like doing my interviews in the show from this chair. We'll see, maybe I will. But um, I may, ultimately, we may convert the old treadmill desk into a standing desk, but it's gonna have to be a little shorter. So anyway, I, this is where I'll be for a little while. And I decided to do this show about office space at your home because I work from home and a lot of my clients do too. And there's always a question about what should my office space be like? So I wanted to answer two questions today. One is, why is it so important that you have a specific kind of environment for your home office? And two, what kinds of things can you do to create the right environment? So question one, why is it so important to have a certain kind of environment for your office space? Well, first of all, I think it's important that you have a space where you can think, where you can be creative, where you can solve problems, be strategic, and where you can relax and do the work that you need to do. I always think it's most beneficial if that's a private space, meaning a lot of clients have come to me and they have an office that's a desk in a living room or in a family room. And the challenge there is if it's the only place you can work, that's fine. I have no problem with that as long as you're able to get some quiet time there. Uh, sometimes your office needs to be mobile so that you can kind of move around. Uh, sometimes when, you know, people are home and, you know, maybe there are noisy kids and dogs are barking and your husband or your wife is watching something on, on Netflix, maybe you need to take your laptop and go in another room. And so I'm a big advocate of mobile 
mobile, flexible offices, but I think it's good to have a space where you can really relax and be in your element and do the work you need to do. So creating a specific kind of environment for your office is important. Now, what, what kind of environment do you want and what kinds of things can you do to create that? So my thinking is it's good to have an environment that is well organized and clutter free as much as possible. And I'm not, again, I'm not going to show you my office right now because I'll show you a little, but I'm not going to show you much because it is a little chaotic in here right now. I'm looking at the chaos. You don't want to see this. And it's really mostly because we are doing so much rearranging right now with the treadmill desk and rearranging and things. One day I will show you my office, but that day is not today. Uh, and that feels bad. Like I'm telling you to do something I won't do myself, but that's not the case. I really do love having a very well-organized office and a tidy office. Now it's difficult because I get a lot of things in for the show, a lot of books, a lot of different things. And, um, so I, I have a tendency also to hoard books. I grew up in a family where books are a precious, beautiful thing. And so it's hard for me to get rid of books and pare down because every book has a beautiful grain of knowledge in it. Most every book, not every book, most books. And so um, I, I love books dearly. And so it's hard for me to get rid of them. Uh, but, and, and I also love having them at my fingertips when I'm working, um, when I'm working with clients, if I remember something from a book and I want to make sure I quote it correctly, I can just grab the book and find it quickly. Um, so, so it's hard for me to be clutter-free and to be tidy because I have so many books and there's so much coming in for the show. But I do think it's important to have as, as organized and tidy a space as possible. When I was growing up, my dad told me that if, if you have a messy room, he said, you, how can you possibly do your homework and get good grades? Because you can't think clearly in a messy space. And as an adult, I really agree with that. I don't think you can really think clearly in a, in a cluttery, messy space. I also think that you want your home office environment to be inspiring and, and positive and calming and creative. So for example, I like to have calm colors on all the walls. So throughout my entire home, the, the colors on the walls are very calm. Um, this green is, uh, not, this is not the only room where this green features, um, not all the rooms, but, but I tend toward natural nature-based colors. Uh, it's calming to me and it soothes me and makes me think of the outside. I like browns, beiges, blues, greens, those calming colors. Um, I, I, I understand there are people who like to have colors of action like orange and red, um, but also red, while it is a color of action, it also has a tendency, people tend to get angrier in offices that are red more frequently than in offices that are calmer colors. And also the research seems to indicate that you never want to paint your kitchen, by the way, orange or yellow, because those foods make you hungry. There's a little thing you learned today. Um, yeah, if you ever look at fast food signs, their colors, you want to avoid those in your office. You'll be, you'll be hungry and angry. Um, I, I, I can see a point where, uh, where having a red office would make sense if you wanted to take action a lot, but it also has a propensity to make people angrier. So that's just the research. But at the same time, I like to have calm colors 
I like to have things be comfortable. So I like to have one spot where I can just curl up and read a book for a while so that I can prepare for the show because I read all the books for all the authors that I interview and I need a good spot where I can really do that. Now this chair is a great option. Um, I also have a love sack, which is a giant massive bean bag that is the most comfortable thing ever. Um, so I'm a big fan of comfort. Uh, I also really like natural light, which you're not seeing now because for the show, I get rid of all natural light and this is all artificially lit so that I have good lighting for the show. Um, I like to have art and inspiration. So for example, I'm going to tilt this up for a minute so you can see. Um, I have a Dr. Seuss quote on my wall and you can see that here. This is one of my favorite quotes. I also have, let's see if I can see what I'm doing here. I also have this um, very intentional owl. He looks, to me, this owl, you could see it as angry, but I see it as very determined. And actually the artist is my cousin and his artist's name is Basso Fibonacci. So I'm going to link to his website as well. Another artist I really like is Ann Nielsen. And this is still in its plastic wrap because I haven't framed it yet. But this is one of her pieces from uh, December 2016. She creates these kind of abstract watercolor angel pieces that are very calming and inspiring. I find them just really lovely. And um, I highly recommend uh, her art as an office piece. Um, I also uh, keep my master's degree on the wall and I keep my Guinness World Records certificate framed on the wall. And um, I have, you know, just a couple of other doodads here and there, but uh, that I can't show you. But um, I, I think it's important to have art and things that inspire you on the walls of your office. Uh, not too much, you don't want it to get over cluttery. A whiteboard is useful on a wall. I keep a whiteboard on my wall. Um, and then I also like to have inspirational things like the Dr. Seuss quote. Um, I. I'm a big proponent of yoga, which is a Danish concept, a Nordic Danish concept. Um, and I wrote about it in a blog post I'm going to link to also in the show notes. Uh, it's really a lot of the things I've talked about, which is calm, comforting, inspiring, um, having a comforting place to read, a lot of books, natural textures, wood, stone, uh, and, and, you know, really candles, um, those kinds of things create an air of comfort. And there's certainly a lot more to yoga than that, but um, just read that blog post and there's a lot in there. Um, so the other thing I do is I like to have a little bit of fun and whimsy in my office. So hence Dr. Seuss, but also I keep my uh, fidget cube in my office. This is a little doodad that um, I bought this from Kickstarter. It has little fidgety things. And so when I'm talking to clients, sometimes, um, either I walk around and talk to them or I just kind of fidget with my fidget cube and that kind of helps me you know, get a little activity and sort of kind of get that kinetic energy out of the way, but also helps me focus. Um, I don't, I'm not a fan of fidget spinners. Um, I am a fan of, of fidget cubes. Okay. Um, I like whimsy in my notebooks. Um, this is one of them from Mod Maven. And I like this because it's such a brightly colored, festive thing. Um, and, you know, I can take tons of notes from books in here. Um, Mod Maven makes some really cute matching patterns so that you can get like a, this is a tote bag that is similar in color enough to this that I can put this notebook in the tote bag and you can't really even tell what's in here. You can hardly even see the notebook. 
And then the other thing is it comes with these matching um, bags. So if I want to put my, you know, phone or my credit cards or okay, lipstick in here, you know, uh, then I can put that in here as well. And then I can, you know, just kind of run off to Starbucks and even if it's raining, I'm in good shape. So I like fun, whimsical things like that. We're going to have all the links to these things in the show notes, by the way, but I enjoy fun, whimsical things, great pens. Um, these all help me to feel calm, creative, and peaceful, and strategic, and um, inspired in my office space. So the most important thing you can do is think about what makes me feel, not me, me, what makes you, what makes you feel positive, creative, inspired, um, strategic, ready to do some work, action-oriented, um, and, and I think all of these things help to not only help you feel those things, but also make work more fun and pleasurable. So those are my tips for creating a pleasant home office. And um, if you have tips of your own or things that inspire you and help you to feel more creative and, and inspired, then please share them in the show notes. I'm sure I haven't covered them all. So um, that's it from here for home office. One of these days, I will show you my entire home office. That day's not today, but it will come up on a future show. So thanks for watching and we'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.